Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed... Good morning, String Bean. Good morning, Annie. And welcome, Cornetto. Good Our morning, new... Cornetto. Good morning, listeners. Our Our new string. contributor. He was going to be called Gay Time, but he decided to be called <laughs> Cornetto. Yeah, Righto. Man. How are you, brother? Yeah, not bad, mate. It's fantastic to be here in this beautiful morning. It's going to be 26 today. With the RDO tomorrow getting up to 29, I'm going to be bringing the kids to the beach. So it's great to be here, String Bean and Morn. The big call relying this, on the weather predictions two days early, this, but anyway. This is, <laughs> I tell you what, this is the biggest effort anyone has ever made to disguise their identity on this show. He's actually talking with an Irish accent to disguise who he really is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a few that we can't understand. He's not the only one. <laughs> Righto, so here we are in the concrete the gang. Uh, we are now post-Cup Weekend Heading for, as we are going to very rapidly do, heading for Christmas. But before Christmas, there is the picnic, and that is on Monday the 3rd of December. The tickets were distributed this week to all delegates, so there's no excuses. There are tickets on site now. 50 bucks gets you your Beloved and three kids into the showgrounds on Monday the 3rd and it's going to be a huge, huge event. And for those who perhaps have not got uh, family to take along, no grandkids, no kids, but just want to go along, have a, uh, a bit of a catch up with their mates and all the rest of it, it is a wet function. Righto. Well, that's the third, not the, th- the fourth. 
They got the date right on the tickets, did they? They didn't stuff the ticket printing up. Right Whoever on. did that shoppies fly should be shot. Moving right along, let's talk about a serious incident during the week. You don't want to talk that- about the lockdown weekends too? <laughs> They're fixed. <laughs> Lots of things have been fixed. Unfortunately and seriously, we can't fix the consequence of the explosion uh, down at Yalorn Power Station where a member of the CFMEU in Mining and Energy Division, Graham Edwards, was... Uh, Badly, very badly burnt, something like 85% of his body as a consequence of this explosion. And uh, Graham was an operator operating the power station uh, on shift, as uh, happens around the clock down there. And Graham has subsequently passed away from those burns. Now, the issue, as we understand it at this point, uh, is not only was Graham the victim of this uh, particular incident but this is the third incident in a row at Yalorn power station so Energy Australia who are the owners and operators of this particular power station uh, are trying to uh, talk themselves out of what I would have thought was a very serious allegation and that is that that power station is not a place where you can work safely even as an operator and uh, to have three explosions in the uh, control sections of that particular power station is an absolute disgrace. So our uh, condolences and sympathies go out to all of Graham's family, friends and workmates and let's just hope that uh, something can be done to identify the cause of these issues and uh, prevent any further deaths or injuries. And uh, as I say... Before Graham passed away, it was 85% burns. Now, that is horrific. That is like being in the middle of a bushfire. So that is an issue that's going to have to be addressed by Energy Australia, not one of Australia's great employers. Moving right along. Cornetto is here, not to talk about ice creams, certainly (laughs) not to talk about streets, uh, but to talk about some other people who... uh, have not exactly covered themselves in glory, and that includes our good friends CPB and John Hollands. Yeah, so I've heard out there on all the civil jobs, biggest real jobs in the country, you have all these alliances like NEPA, CTD, SPA, CYP, and now we've got a new one just started called RIA. Imagine me calling home and telling my mother I'm working with the RIA. She would freak out and thinking, what the hell is going on out there? <laughs> it's the IRA versus the RIA out there now. Anyway, there's one of these alliances in particular, CYP. Don't ask me what it stands for because I've lost track. Excuse the pun. Cross Yarra Project, yes. <laughs> yeah. CYP are excavating a shaft starting from 18 metres and downwards. When the union arrived on site after a few phone calls, concerns about first aid procedures and rescue plans, they had nothing in place at all for a rescue plan. It took them two days to put it in black and white. First aid procedures, no communication at all. Which, in, that there, in saying that, there are five, ten minutes is the difference between life and death, which would which it would have t- taken them to get to one of these protocols where you just push a button. Mm. Disgraceful. Unbelievable. How are they still operating? Well, they're doing oh, well, aren't they? Like- obviously, WorkSafe have been down there and dealt with all the issues. Yeah, I think WorkSafe just don't go there anymore. They're oh, over right. it. 
There's an, there's another mob there as well, like the RAI job or IRA job, whatever you want to call it. Um, going in there, the unions went, went in, and the the site manager said that the joint is riddled with the spaces. They've got the spaces crew in there. They're 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 putting it into the trucks, but unfortunately for all the workers down there, not just the removalists, no one's wearing the suits, PPE, no nothing. They're loading the trucks. The dust is going everywhere. The site manager also turned around and told told us that. The WorkSafe were in there the day before and passed it all. Yeah, well, they probably did. Yeah, well, it's useless. Going on their track record, they, yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. But they, they ended up fixing it up after the union obviously recommended a few things to them. Obviously, took the boys out of the contaminated area, not exposing them anymore, but ongoing issues. Mm. So, who's removing the asbestos down there? Um, a company called S. H. Uh, SLH, yeah. right. Uh, we'll come to SLH a little bit later in the show, but uh, let's just say they are doing some big jobs around town, some uh, high-rise uh, commercial work, reno- uh, doing some major uh, removal prior to demo of a building right in the middle of the city. They're doing a number of other jobs around the place, and they're doing jobs interstate as well, and we'll come back to SLA. So RIA, they're a new alliance of some yeah. kind, a joint venture thing, is it? Yeah. yeah, so they're running parallel with CYP. I think it's um, Real Industry Alliance or something like that. Are we, are we talking people Rail we Infrastructure Alliance. Is this more John Holland? Is it, or this is yeah. CPB and John Holland's. Right and, uh, <coughs> There's a bloke in there who's the state manager. He's well-renowned for stuff-ups in the past. His, his name is... What's his name again, Warren? Stevie. Yeah, Stevie Testelin. Oh, Cheerio to Steve Testelin. Yeah. Jumped out of the frying pan and into the fire, brother. Definitely. Like the second day getting in there, mate, they had massive... Uh, after they fixed the asbestos and got all the people out of there and people were suited up in their PPE, they had a fleet of trucks going in there that had no delineation, no protection for the workers at all. And he was sitting, you know, he was telling the union that he's going to put a bit of flagging up. I mean, even in their GMRs, it actually says they need to have physical protection. They had nothing in there at all. Hopeless. Where do they get them from? Yeah, well, I think the wonderful that world work. of CPB and John Hollands, and we'll come to them again in a minute. They probably do. They all go through the MBA school. Is this what happens? They get they get taught how to fuck up jobs. That may be their one hundred and twenty dollar induction or something. They get. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. We're talking about rail projects around. Uh, Victoria and particularly around Melbourne Metro and quite clearly there's a few issues yet to come and uh, we might cut to a little track and uh, we're going to go with Prophets of Rage.
this studio's got gremlins. <laughs> That's right. The studio's got gremlins. <clears throat> Indeed, we're putting our hands up to uh, continue the fight because, as Cornetto has quite correctly pointed out, we have a few problems with rail jobs around this town and... Uh, while there has been an agreement done between all unions and CYP, Crossing Yarra Project, for the Metro Tunnel uh, stations and tunnelling, unfortunately, the RIA and the Westgate Tunnel are both jobs being done by a joint venture of John Hollands and CPB, and they are in the process now literally on Friday, putting an application to the Fair Work, or if you prefer the Unfair Work Commission, asking for a non-union agreement to cover that work. And let's be clear, the agreement that they are putting up to the Commission is way below the standards that we have in this city, in this state, for construction workers. So all unions, including our mates from Spencer Street, the AWU, All unions will be opposing the application by the joint venture and uh, that's what happened on Friday and this is not going to be a quick fix. There's going to be a lot of argument, legal argument, because our good friends, who were the Abbott government, changed the Fair Work Act, the Unfair Work Act, to allow for employers after six months when they refuse to negotiate an agreement on the greenfields, are then allowed to go to the Commission and seek an arbitrated outcome. So it's all going to go on and on and on and on, but folks, our hands are up to continue the fight. And I do remember that ScoMo go slow. He was going hands up, hands up. I don't think he was talking about the profits of rage. <laughs> Never mind! As- Pardon the language, but I think there was a who's fucking tonight. Didn't, didn't go down too well in the end. <laughs> he, just, he just keeps talking, doesn't he? He's a bit like yours truly. Just keeps talking. He's in trouble. He just keeps talking. Right who's got, a, who's got a $100 bill and they all put their hands up? Of course they do. The question is where it come from. And, uh, yeah, the, the IRA or the RIA, who's going to put their hands up first? That's the question. I'm, well, I'm, I'm back in our uh, Cornetto <laughs> from the IRA. <laughs> Righto, folks. You can't say that. <laughs> Righto. So we've got uh, a lot of projects taking place, and as Cornetto said, we have got jobs happening all around the place. We've got people uh, operating a precast yard out at Deer Park for CYP. Uh, and we've also got John Hollands trying to set up a precast yard with absolutely shit rates of pay and conditions up at Benalla. Not trying to do the people of Benalla any favours, just get a cheap product and get it shipped down to Melbourne on the trains and uh, basically avoid unions. So there's a lot of things happening and uh, we will be continuing to report on this for quite some time. You want to go tell the people of Benalla what happened in Shepparton when a, a low-grade uh, con- a precast yard went under and, and how all they went with the workforce and the suppliers and everyone that got ripped off by Rokes. Yep. It's and been done Ro- before. And now Rokes are trying to come to Melbourne under another name and start the process all over again. Yes. We'll keep you informed. The fe- is it a phoenix rising from the ashes or is it 
just phoenixing. <laughs> just phoenixing. <laughs> I thought that Daniel Andrews came out there lately, and I know that both sides are sort of saying they're giving everything away, but he said it, if he gets elected that they're going to put a stop to the phoenixing. Yeah. Well, good luck. They've got no industrial relations powers anymore. They gave them all to the federal government. Mm. They'll fix WorkSafe too. And they'll, you know, a whole bunch of promises. We'll see. Better better getting TVs off the Liberals in it and free radio if you're a peep later. <laughs> Tampons or TVs. I can't decide which free stuff I want more. Right, I just want my rights back. Yeah. Let's move on to another little issue which is pretty bloody serious and that is SLH uh, getting a special uh, pull out this morning because SLH had an employee over in Western Australia, a Victorian employee who was living away from home, working on a uh, shutdown over in uh, Western Australia and that person died over there in the accommodation, the house provided by SLH and uh, the wife, with two small children, uh, was told he had a heart attack. Uh, subsequently was told he had died, and that was it. No funeral benefit, no insurances of any kind. This bloke is a Victorian who was should have been under the Victorian EBA that SLH have. They are an EBA company. But over in Western Australia, no registration, no nothing. Now, there's something awful wrong there, and it took a lot of argument for people to uh, actually pay for the body to be brought back and to pay for the funeral. But the wife and kids have been left high and dry. There is still no agreement by SLH to support the wife they reckon oh we got 15,000 bucks and that's enough so well well done Frank uh, we appreciate uh, there is some questions in relation to workers comp and what the West Australian legislation provides the union is providing legal advice and our West Australian branch will be following up the workers compensation issue because the bloke was working more than 12 hour shifts and he was basically moving between accommodation provided by the company and the job and uh, whether it's a heart attack or it's some other reason and there's lots of speculation whatever the reason surely the very minimum should have been Incalink, Seabus and so on and there would have been at least some basic things in place which would have helped the widow and kids. Anyway the union has taken up the matter and uh, between us and the West Australian branch, I'm sure we will get some justice for the family. SLA, so same mob that's on the RIA job, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the mob, mate. Who do a lot of work for Delta. Mm. Brothers, down at Delta, Ziggy Con, the boys, really. Question who you're employing as a subcontractor. Mm. Righto. We have got quite a few uh, scallywags. See, before we go on Scallywags, mm-hmm. I can just give a big shout-out yep. <coughs> to the people campaigning out there to put the Liberals last. They're doing a fantastic job. That's one thing the Liberals' money can't buy. Genuine, dedicated people who actually care about the community, the state and the country. Yeah, you bet. But uh, you don't have height charts. That's that's why we're not going to win. Oh, it's disaster. <laughs> My kids were crying all last night. I get a height chart from school. Two kids. They have them up on the walls. I come in and the Liberals... 
Chris Cruthers all over it. Ripped it down, threw it in the bin. The kids were crying all night. Disgraceful. How Usually low is that? Your marketing material, putting it into the schools, a height chart for the kids, and you put your name and your picture on there. I mean, get out of it. Just get out of it. He he, quite, he, he copped a few uh, emails last night, so he did, and he's sort of obviously trying to defend himself. Like them, them teachers down in Frankston, they're a campaign outside his office every week about their rates of pay and obviously to get a living rate. And he has the cheek to go and give these teachers these high charts to hand out the kids. You know what I mean? Without any permission. Yeah. No I mean, pay rise, just a picture no, of yeah. me. Just a there picture of me on your height chart. Instead of a pay raise, have a height chart. <laughs> Dog. Well, that sounds like an early nomination for Scallywag. That's all right. Section 40. What is it? What's the Section 42 or whatever it is? It's going to knock him out? I think he's gone anyway. Yeah, he, he has an ph- uh, investment in a pharmaceutical company. That's right. Which has been receiving funding from the federal government. You know what I mean? It, yeah. How corrupt can you get? Could be gone. Well, he's just asking a question. Right. There's a scale of corruption that you could be involved in. The scale exists. We're not saying he's on it or where he is on it. (laughs) Righto. Let's move along to the rest of the scallywags. Now, we have got uh, Hutchinson's out at uh, Malvern. Worked the whole weekend. Cup weekend. Worked the whole cup weekend. Disgraceful. Absolute disgrace. Did not pay... not only own breach of the EBA, but didn't even pay the appropriate rates oh. when you have got agreement to work. So, Hutchies, you have blotted the copybook big time. Jeez. A few times. They've, we've had a few mentions. Oh, I think, I think they're making a huge uh, dash for the scallywag of the year, the way yeah. they're going. I would be throwing in um, Kiri Civil. Kiri Civil, they've got an agreement, but they're running their own town the union that they can do whatever they want they're doing labour hire they're ripping their blokes off so I would be nominating them righto so carrier down uh, Canes and Donga Plaster just uh, a follow up to that issue mentioned from Werribee not only was the bloke who was uh, injured in the elevated work platform incident uh, not entitled to work. In fact, he uh, had false ID. It turned out the false ID he had was also false. <laughs> so, uh, not entitled to work no matter who he is. Yeah, so <laughs> Choose a personality. Needs, he needs to get his false ID worked out, doesn't he? <laughs> so uh, let's just say that Keynes are seriously embarrassed and I understand that Donger uh, are in a deep, deep shit. Yeah, I think Ken sort of knows about what's going on. They've just been caught with their pants down and they're putting their hands up. Oh, yeah. Right, Now, moving right along, Steve Testelin down at RIA. That's correct. Right, Steve, you have been around a very long time. You know how it works and you should be making it safe down there at that particular part of the project down on the domain. Uh, CYP for the shenanigans going on as they're trying to set up a precast uh, facility out at Deer Park. Absolute disgrace. People being forced to work in the rain in unsafe conditions. John Holland's up at Benalla. Same story with the precast yard they're setting up up there. SLH. They're making millions of dollars out of asbestos removal and they can't even look after a uh, employee 
who dies in circumstances in, uh, which are still unexplained in Western Australia and they can't even, when they stuff up their EBA, can't even pay the missus uh, a little bit of money to keep her going because she's destitute. Mm-hmm. Righto. Uh, Vert Industries. Vert Industries. Hanging off a rope for Vert Industries and you haven't even got your super in the buddy uh, super account for three months. Dino. Oof. Bit of a history there as well. Bit of a history, Dino, and you can't blame your sister this time. Oh, my sister stuffed up the pace. Well, sorry, Dino, you stuffed up. And uh, before we get to the next one, Element 5, um, we haven't mentioned them for a while, but up in Brunswick Road, they got a new job, get the piles going in and they're digging. Um, but they've got no traffic management uh, once again. Uh, they've got the pedestrian, the, the footpath blocked off, but no signage and nowhere for the pedestrians to go. And then once the job gets checked out, asbestos on the job that's not being managed. So Element 5 back to their old tricks again. And Indeed. I would like to also throw in their part of the RIA job of Tesla again. Mm-hmm. WorkSafe, apparently, allegedly, WorkSafe had went in there to the day before the union and they were doing all their asbestos removal with dust going everywhere, nobody wearing PP, and allegedly WorkSafe have given it the thumbs up. Works safe, get a nomination. Righto. Now, next one, though it's not in our industry, I want to nominate the Australian Industry Group and one of their members, Marshall Lethleen, who uh, were the subject of a report on the 7.30 report this week. A young uh, apprentice, Dylan Wu, died on site, grinding out... um, inside a tanker that was, which is uh, being uh, constructed in the yard of Marshall Lethleen. They make uh, tankers for the fuel, transport of fuel and so on. And the AIG had in fact been on site and done a health and safety assessment, pointed out con- dangers of confined space and the apprentices ended up being sent in there by himself and he has died. An absolute disgrace. Just 20 years old. So a cheerio quickly to the Peacock family who ha- want to thank everyone who contributed to their issues. And uh, a cheerio to El Chapo, who's obviously <laughs> welcome in America, unlike the rest of the Mexicans. So we're going to go out. No, we're going to win. Where's the winner? Come on. Oh, sorry. We haven't done the winner. Well, oh. we all know that we're going to, I think we're going to put Hutchies up. Even oh, though, tell you what, that is a bad list. Like the AIG, the whole lot. I mean, what a shocking, what a shocking list. But. And I want to no- nominate Dino from Verde Industries for being a sookie la la. There you go. Jesus, you know what to do, Dino. Now we're going out. Same old way. Dare to struggle, dare, dare to, to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we did miss because of Remembrance Day last week, we missed an appropriate track and we're going to go out with The Pogues and the band played Waltzing Matilda. When I was a young man, I carried my pack and I lived the free life of a rover from the Murray's Green Basin to the dusty outback, I waltzed my Matilda all over. Then in 1915, 
my country, said son. It's time to stop rambling, cause there's work to be done. The sword I gave me a tin hand, and they gave me a gun, and they sent me away. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.